good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Today, folks, uh, first of all, welcome to 2020. Uh, folks, you've been following the show for quite a bit of time. You know what we talk about on this show, which is a lot of content creation. Um, and or whatnot. But what we also talk a lot about is uh, how to multi-purpose the content that we're creating to put on different properties, not just on social media, but on actual assets that we own, like our websites. That's what content does. It actually gets people there. But the problem is, is like, what the hell do you do when you're there, right? Like, what do you do when you're, when you're on your website? So we brought on a tech guy today, and we're going to talk about <laughs> website conversion, all right? And we're going to dumb it down for you because when people visit your site, they're raising their hand to be like, hey, I might be interested in what the fuck you have to sell. Therefore, that means that you should probably want to capture those people's information or engage on them. And we're going to talk about the different types of like things you can be doing on the site to get that working for you if you're driving that traffic. So we brought on the creative director for Outgrow. And this is what they do. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. And I might butcher your name here, dude. I do it all the time on the show. So don't even bother. But I mean, when I see names, I always do this on purpose because I have to see if I get them right. And our audience has fun with it too. So <laughs> Mr. Dr. Shaksham Sharda. Did I say that right? Oh, uh, kind of. <laughs> okay, let's get the right way so everybody knows. But please go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Let's get into this. Yeah, I was listening to your podcast and you always begin like this by butchering the name of everyone involved. So that's really nice. Uh, my you're, name you're, is like, you're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming and also didn't see that coming, but yeah, that's totally fine. My name is Saksham. It means capable in Sanskrit. So that's something to remember it by. Very cool. I specialize in data collection, analysis, filtering, and transfer. The means of widgets and applets. For those of you who don't know what widgets and applets are, it's basically a widget or an applet is a simple interface that you can put on your website, which allows your users to perform a function, access a service, or that basically improves user flow in general. Interactive widgets and applets that I've designed have been featured on Product Hunt, Trend Hunter, TechCrunch, Factory Berlin, Digimarcon, Silicon Valley, and at many other places. I work for this company called Outgrow. Outgrow enables marketers and real estate people and entrepreneurs and, you know, freelancers to create interactive content and widgets like calculators, quizzes, recommendations, forms, surveys, chatbots, polls, contests, and assessments. These high-converting, personalized, and viral experiences can add real value to your customers, enable new levels of engagement, and generate helpful data that you can use to qualify and segment your real estate leads. And that's about my introduction. <laughs> Sweet. So you guys create all the little cool gadgets and stuff that interact with people who visit your site and get them to give your yeah. information or you make them more likely, like bring the human factor to your site. You know what's funny is that like in the real estate industry, we are probably, uh, I don't know if you guys have stats, I don't have them offhand, but I'd be interested to hear them. But we are probably like the worst industry in terms of follow-up and like engagement for people that visit our websites. Because mm. uh, one, 
nobody knows how to use tech in general in real estate. <laughs> We're also tech illiterate. But, you know, let's be honest, like a lot of the real estate business in the past, uh, you know, traditionally has been a lot of referral based. So you haven't seen quite a lot of agents adapt to learning the online space as you have in other industries because they were sort of forced. Mm-hmm. To, that's my opinion. But I want you to walk through like how this makes sense. I see a lot of agents that'll just drive traffic. And what they typically mm-hmm. do and what a lot of the marketing companies in real estate are doing is that they're getting people to opt into a list or some sort of lead magnet. Mm-hmm. They're just selling search. Like they're just selling a list of homes for sale, but they very rarely do any of these marketing companies specialize in the conversion aspect, which is where you guys come in. A lot of people are good at driving traffic, but not a lot of people are, what do you do with the traffic once you get? Is that a fair statement? Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And the point is because I think tech has come recently into this industry. And that's the point. And usually big players in the industry, like really big real estate companies can afford to have tech or like, you know, these cool widgets and applets that can actually provide their users with a very personalized house recommendation with a very personalized estimate of like how much the house is going to be worth in so many years or like for instance which state they should buy real estate or do real estate investment in so you know all these personalized recommendations can be automated on the website using a widget but till now it's only been possible for someone with big money or like you know real estate company with big money but now all these software startups and companies have come in that allow anybody like freelancer any freelancer anyone who's just even started out in real estate state all they need to do is for instance go to our website use our drag and drop tools and just edit and customize these pre-made widgets for their own website and i think that's the key thing and what it's providing basically i think to understand it from like another perspective is basically like if you go to buy a house there's usually a real estate agent involved in person and you get a personal feeling when he's there and he's trying to explain it to you in a very human way now, but if you go on someone's website, it's very impersonal. You don't actually get that kind of like, you know, personal feeling. And for that, you can basically have a virtual shop assistant on your website or like a virtual real estate agent, like a chatbot or like a widget that gives a personalized recommendation. So I think that's what tech is trying to bring to this industry. I think that's how it can be helped. Let's go through some of these. I want to. Uh, I like. I love putting things into like context so that they get uh-huh. how they use it. Because let's face it, us real estate agents were just like, all right, bro, how do I sell more houses? With this thing? <laughs> all right, so he gave. Yeah. So like, he gave me a ton of examples on how to do this. So you guys actually like will build like widgets for people mm-hmm. that are specific to their use. So let's go through a couple different things, right? So mm-hmm. mortgage calculator, a mortgage calculator type widget. One of the things that people always look for is, I mean, the most important thing that always takes place in search is price. But what no mm-hmm. one talks about is how do you actually, what does price mean in terms of my monthly payment? So I like the mortgage mm-hmm. calculation widget. Walk me through how a widget that says a mortgage calculation would work on the site so we could sort of paint the interaction. I'm a visitor, I log on the site, and I see a mortgage calculation mm-hmm. widget. Walk me through how that, something like that would work. So let's say you go on like a real estate website and there are tons of real estate websites out there. You don't know which one to pick. There's like an information overload. You just don't want to see like how much an apartment is worth and there are tons of apartments. You don't know what to pick. But when you go on a website and say there's a widget out there, there's a simple little window in which it says, see how much I can save you in mortgage fees. You know, as you, you say, I, as like my personal, like, you know, one person, you're talking to the customer. So you can see how much I can save you in mortgage, see how much I can like, you know, so once actually, you actually, let me that interrupt, that's get, a good point. Mm-hmm. Really good point. Mm-hmm. Cause you said it, you're talking to <laughs> one person at a time. That is so important with content creation guys, as well as video. When we're creating content, you're only always talking to one person at a time, but can you tell our listeners why that is so important that the widget focuses on one person at a time. 
Yeah, because because at the end of the day, the widget is going to give you a very personalized estimate for a mortgage, for a loan, for a particular property, for you. So it's going to be one person. So this widget is not like a couple of check boxes on a real estate website that filter results or apartments by you know your price range or something. But this widget is not just asking you for a price range. It's asking you a lot of other questions. You know, how much do you save per month? You know, all these kinds of questions. How many bedrooms do you want? A lot of personalized questions that I think you would be able to think of more personalized questions than I can actually suggest at this point as like you know being an expert in this field. Totally. But you know everything that you would ask when you show a particular client around in reality, you can put it into the widget and that widget then can then give a recommendation based on all of those questions. I love this one that you have here. Like so, so you, like I say, send me a whole list of, of uh, options. But <laughs> yeah, how is. much can you make Airbnb in your property? Like that's and, gangster right there. That's great. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this. And I yeah, want you guys just... to realize how specific it is. Mm-hmm. Like everyone always says, this is the problem I think we have with real estate. Everyone tries to be the jack of all trades. You master with absolutely mm-hmm. zero people, folks. And all ever because everyone's always like, oh, I could, dude, you guys can only take on another two clients. What the hell are you trying to market to like a hundred thousand? Like, look at this app. How much can you make Airbnb in your property? Like if I'm working with investors, Mm -hmm. I'm working with investors. That's all they care about. And if I want to start the conversation, like that's my opt-in. It's like a quiz. How much can you make Airbnb mm-hmm. in your property? You're going to tell me you guys are going to come across any investor in the United States. And when you say, hey, I can, I can make you 20% more about Airbnb in your property and you don't have to do any of the work. Like, I'm sorry, you have my attention. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, we actually designed this widget two years ago and we put it on Product Hunt, which is this website for widgets in general, mm-hmm. uh, also for real estate widgets. And it has like, 20 million daily yes. visitors and it was on the top five on those 20 million. This is like an I angel bet. website and angel investors go on that website and they saw that widget and it was amongst the top 10. So what this widget does, for instance, is like, you know, A, it's allowing you to expand your industry. So like, you know, you're not just selling a house. You're going to tell them what you can do with this house, what else you can do with this house. You're trying to like go into other industries, you know, tourism management and all that. So it asks questions like, you know, where's the property located? How much time do you have on your hands to maintain this property? Show guests around. Uh, How many times a year would you like to rent your property on Airbnb? Is it near like a seaside? Is it like this and that? So, you know, it asks a bunch of questions. And then finally, using data from Airbnb's own estimates, it projects what kind of income you can have per month from Airbnb. And then it also shows you, so this is what the widget also does, and this is an important thing. It shows you over time in a graph how much money you're going to make. So if I just throw a number at you, it's not going to make much sense. But if I show you in one year, in two years, in three years, in five years, in a graph, if I show you how much money you're going to make, that's when you catch someone's attention because you know information sinks in when you yep. present it in an infographic way. Yep. And that's the key thing. So yeah, This is really cool. Like I'm just looking at all these different, like, and I folks are going to list these out all these different ways. But again, the, the bot is um, creating engagement and conversation. So I want to walk you guys through how this stuff works from the back end. Let's let's rewind a little bit. You must create content first to get people mm-hmm. to go to your website. But what we're talking about is what happens once they're on your website. So content creates engagement, right? Engagement creates conversation. Conversation creates trust. Trust leads to you guys getting paid or hired, and then you get paid. So it all falls in line. And I want you guys to think about your own uh, user experience just on different websites that you visited. So maybe you're into working out or 
healthy eating or I don't know, whatever it is. But if you ever notice when you visit a website and then like a bot pops up, like, hey, thanks for visiting. What can I help you with here today or something like that? That's what we're talking about. So imagine how many more conversations you can start if you're really driving traffic. Like the Airbnb one, that doesn't surprise me on those stats because that's a, such a hot topic. Like how many conversations can you start? And that is the goal of marketing, you guys, is to start conversations. Nobody hires you before they have a conversation with you, period. No, I completely agree. And what I want to say about the Airbnb one as well is that Airbnb itself is a new industry. It's just happened in the past 10, five years or something. And that's what you had been saying earlier about tech not having penetrated the real estate industry. It's when tech penetrated real estate that something like based on an app like Airbnb came about. And that's what I'm saying. To get on the edge, like, you know, at the forefront of this industry, you guys have to incorporate tech into every single real estate website that you run. Anything that is static on the website, anything that is just text, anything that people have to read, it can be converted into something that is interactive, something that gives personalized information. You know, millennials, everyone has like the attention span of a goldfish. No one's going to like stick with anything more than like, you know, uh, five, 10 seconds. If they see like a billion apartments listed with like a certain price tag, they just, they just won't have the time. For instance, like another kind of widget. Now we talk about them like bots as well, but they can also be presented like, you know, they can be launched in your email campaigns as pop-ups as exit intents or like you know embeds within your web page so for instance there can be like a widget like find out the i don't know what is a great place to have great real estate and say find out the real estate home of your dreams in cans and then it shows you a bunch of pictures and based on that and asks you questions about yourself you know all these things and all of the data has been collected consensually and you can actually follow up with people based on how they answer questions on your widgets and you can automate this entire process and that's the best thing about it so you guys actually actually have logic then you'd put in beyond it. I want to go back into the specifications because I think this is so, so, so important. How important is it for the widget on whatever page that the visitor is visiting for it to be specific to that page? So like, for example, and I'm looking like I just went vegan or at least I'm trying it. <laughs> so uh, if I'm on a website, I'm looking for veggie stuff and then all of a sudden a bot pops up or widget pops up and says, hey, would you like a monthly menu guide? Because right now my problem is I don't know what to cook because you know, what do you make with vegetables? That's healthy. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. <laughs> so that would be a probably good pop-up, but the pop-up would come up or the widget would be specific to talking about the page I'm visiting because that website could also have other pages on it that have nothing to do with diet or vegetable or veggie diets or anything like that. So that, that make sense of how I say that. You're saying the website would have other content about yeah. like, you so know, like how specific is it the bot addresses the content on that page, for example? Well, so you can also integrate uh, a lot of Facebook Pixel and, you know, Google Ads Manager within the software. So it would know what you actually want, even like when you end up on the website, it would have a history of what you've oh, been wow. searching for. And then it would present a particular widget to you based on that. So you can like customize it. And that's like... A little advanced, but that can totally be done. But the point is, like, when you're going on a real estate website, as soon as you, like, click on anything. So, for instance, like, when the chatbot pops up, for instance, it will ask you to pick by yourself which kind of area you're particularly looking for information in. So that can be done as well. But, yeah, otherwise, if you want to customize it to a greater extent as to, like, so that the bot comes up and asks you something specific, you can do that as well. Very, very cool. I'm just looking at it. I'm just, like, thinking of all these different (laughs) ideas. Like, interesting (laughs) one. So... Is there a flow to the the bot? Like, where does it start at? Is there a process? Like, I always say conversions like dating. So, like, one, you got to capture their attention right off mm-hmm. the bat, which is pretty much probably why. Like, how do you start the conversation 
off with someone who visits your site? What's the first question that a widget should ask? And my guess for your answer is going to be that it's similar to what someone should say on a lead you fall back on. Well, I think it really depends on what kind of marketing approach that particular real estate person wants to take. So you can either have something like, you know, the example I gave earlier when I said, see how much I can save you in so-and-so fees, you know, either it's like a real estate fees, or it can say, see how soon I can get you a property by getting through all the legal hurdles. You know, any of these, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a bot. So it's something, so it can either be a chat bot at the bottom right of the page, or it can just be an embed at the front of your website. This can be the first question that people see. And that's the point. Any kind of like, as a real estate agent, you would know a particular question tends to like increase engagement the maximum. And in reality, you could ask that question and give like a personalized, you know, answer to that question to your particular clients. But on your website, you can position that question as the main thing and then give a personalized estimate on it. So I think it really depends on your individual approach. But examples, it can be like, you know, state should I buy a property in? How long would it take me to buy a home? Any of these questions, if they're an opening question or an opening widget, I think it would create a lot of engagement. And another thing to realize is that all of this data, every time people answer, say there are 10 questions in this widget and it's providing a personalized estimate, every time someone answers this or goes through this experience, all of this data, including the location, you know, traffic sources, you know, the browser they access it from, device they access it from, geography they access it from, you know, all of this can be collected. It can be generated into a custom report. It can be filtered. It can be segmented. And the best thing is you can create a series of automatic follow-up emails with these people. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you can also reactivate leads that have gone cold on your website. So say someone visited this widget in like four months ago. You can always say four months later, reactivate and get in touch with people who came in there four months earlier. So you know, all of this can be done and all these emails can be personalized based on how someone answered uh, these questions and the key thing is you collect the email the way you collect the email is that if you ask a question uh, if there's a widget like you know how much can you make by airbnb in your property at the end before showing the estimate of how much money they're going to make you ask them for their email so just to see the result to have this information value they have to answer their email uh, they have to put their email in and then you provide this value and then you can follow up with them would you recommend for real estate agents there's typically two different audiences they serve Buyers is one, sellers is the other, either buying a house or mm -hmm. selling a house. So would you mm -hmm. recommend, and on an agent's website, they're going to have buyer content or they're going to have seller content specifically, you know, like, so the question is, is would you create a specific widget that speaks directly to sellers per se? Mm -hmm. So like, for example, mm -hmm. like a, be like, Hey, if you're selling your house and you're looking to get another 5%, you might want to fix these up first. Like something mm -hmm, simple mm -hmm. like that versus a buyer is going to be like, hey, you're, you're buying a house, but did you know that the closing costs was this? Here's download the list of closing costs, whatever it may be. So my question is, mm -hmm. is does it, should you be more specific? Like, or is it okay well, to I would, one bot because mm -hmm. they're going to answer that first question? And then you direct so, them. I mean, A, you could have a general chatbot that can just actually engage with both buyers and sellers and any other kind of customer that ends up on your website. Or obviously, depending on which of these sections you want to focus on, you can like promote that one first. And that's fine. But also what I want to say about these widgets is that it doesn't matter who you address first. The key is that all of this data is being collected. And then you can actually follow up with all these people with personalized targeted more widgets, which you can like send them an email or like, you know, your personalized and targeted other kinds of campaigns. So what I'm trying to say is that 
the first impression is obviously important and whoever you capture is the one you should be doing based on whichever industry works best for you whether buyers work best for you whether sellers work best for you you should like do based on that but then later you would always know that you can anyone who comes can be followed up on because all of this is automated and can be done without you having to put in any effort very cool. So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. I get it. I don't have any more questions. It makes a lot of sense. It's folks, it's almost like having a, a like your sixth man. You know, it's like <laughs> your, uh, the website guy who's going to convert the people that get there and engage with them to try to pick off more leads. And I see it on my site too. I'm, I'm going to actually, I'm going to give your service a try when we get off the phone or we get off the podcast here to be on totally honest. But at the end of the show here, we'd like to give you uh, the podium right here, if you will. So please go ahead and uh, let our listeners know um, a little bit more how they can reach you guys and check this out. And if you want anything else you want to add, please go right ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah, I would just like to take us back to the initial thing that you had asked and I'll finish with that. It's the penetration of tech into the real estate industry. And I think it's happened because we are living in the information age. And the information age is the term given to the contemporary period of the 21st century that is characterized by the rapid shift from traditional industry to an economy based on information and technology. So in a commercialized society, the information industry can allow individuals, your clients, for instance, to explore their personalized needs, therefore simplifying the procedure of making decisions and transactions and significantly lowering the cost, not just for your clients, but also for you. So how you adapt your company to the information age? It's simple, by showing customers how cost-effective your products and services are and to what extent they can meet the customer's personal, individual, and particular needs. And nothing does this better, and I have to really emphasize this, nothing does this better than applets and widgets that interact with your customer. It's like having a virtual real estate agent on your website 24-7 who's actually interacting with your customers. So if you want any ideas and examples for your business, feel free to send us an email at questions at outgrow.co with the subject line ideas for XYZ company. And also feel free to avail a seven-day trial on our website by using the coupon outgrow plus real estate marketing dude. You can use this coupon by putting it in the chat board at the bottom right of our homepage. And that's really all I have to say. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for the clear understanding on a complicated uh, topic where people think about this, they overconfuse it. But I like it. It's pretty cool. Very interesting. Folks, thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, you know me. Find me. Find me on social. Follow me on, on Instagram, Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And definitely, if you're ready to get on camera, let us help you. Like, There's nobody in the country right now that's going to do it cheaper. It's going to tell you exactly what to say. It's going to script it. It's going to edit it. It's going to show you exactly how to create content on a consistent basis so that you could get these website visitors to convert. Because without content, there is no reason to come visit your damn site to begin with. So thank you very much for listening to another episode of The Real Estate Marketing Dude. Go ahead and uh, sign up for all of our stuff and all of the free training online, and we will see you on the flip side. Appreciate it, dude. That was really cool. And uh, check this guy's stuff out too. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.